Welcome in, everybody, to episode 13 of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Uh, super excited for today's guest. Been trying to get him on for a while. We've had some some miscommunications and some time differences, but we finally got him. I'm extremely excited. Uh, Bob the Psychic is here in studio with us today. Bob, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so... Uh, I reached out to Bob just I think I just sent an email uh, I think you texted me yeah and then we we had a f- quick phone conversation and there was no hesitation absolutely and then some stuff popped up so I'm glad we could finally get it together so if you just take a quick second to uh, introduce yourself to me and I guess everybody at home is listening well yeah um, I go by Robert Jerome my website is bobthepsychic.com I've been a psychic uh, full-time psychic uh, for the last six years I discovered my gift about 10 years ago so I'm a tarot and an angel card reader, a channel and a medium. So that means I get messages and I close my eyes and get messages and just tell people like what it is they, they need to hear, what it is they need to know. Sure. So I guess, uh, you know, one of the first questions I'm going to ask you is there's got to be a lot of skeptics when you tell people, right? A yes, lot of people are. think you're full of shit. Yes, um, so, uh, how, I mean, you know, to be honest, I think I'm a very sarca- sarcastic person, so it's very easy for me to say, you know, did you know I was walking in the door, Bob? You yeah. know, did I you get know? that joke you, all the time. Yeah. Oh, how did you didn't know that? You're a psychic, yeah. right? So uh, I guess how do you combat that stuff with people? I mean, everybody's different. I mean, I kind of fight fire with fire myself, so... I usually, um, for the people who are complete skeptics of it, I usually just kind of leave them alone. Um, you know, I'll close my eyes. That's how I read and get messages. And I'll tell them something that I that I heard that I know that is important to them. And most of the time, um, even the skeptics will be like, mm, how did you know that? And it was pretty accurate. Um, but some people are, you know, they're really like closed off to the whole idea. It really depends on like how you were raised and what your belief system is as to whether that's true. But I do, um, one of the things that does happen for me is I make people cry all the time. And that's how I know that I've really helped them or communicated with sure. them. Yeah, because I'll say something and I'll have no idea what it means. And then I'll open my eyes and they'll be bawling. Yeah, That just happened today, as a matter of fact. So you're not I just did. a bully? Or, yeah. No, okay. I'm not a bully. I try to be nice to everyone, you know, yeah. even when they try to bully me. But I really haven't been in any situations where there is a lot of bullying. But some people, you know, they're not if they're not open to it, you can't like get a message to them. And I usually right. know that pretty quickly. And I'll be like, you know what? I know this isn't going to work. And I give them their money back and let them go. On their For way. sure. And so how fast? I mean, is it kind of like their body language or like can you tell that skepticism a, um, like really pretty quick? Yes, pretty quick. If it's not their body language, it's just like when I close my eyes and I'll hear a message for them and I'll tell them what I heard and they'll be like, no, no, that's not right. And I'll be like, okay. And so usually if I don't get something right on them pretty quick, right. then I know. It happens about, I want to say... an. You know, once a month, maybe, and I'm pretty busy too. So the percentage of it, it's less than one percent. Sure. Because most people who come to me have already been, or if it's their first time, they're open and they're really looking for something. The skeptics are the ones when I do like a public event, yeah, and they walk up to the table and want to be like, you know, ha ha or, or whatever. Right. Tell me something. Right. Tell me so, something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you said you found your gift about. 
10 years ago. About 12 years ago. Okay, so how how does that happen? So the way that happened for me, so what is, um, there was a reader here in town, a tarot card reader, and I would go see her about every six months. And at that particular time, I was about 50. She said, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. And I looked at her like she was nuts because who, right? Right. Um, So later that day, I happened to work at a department store here in town and I was doing customer service and someone came up. She turns out she was a trance medium. So that's someone who hears voices from the other side or a voice from the other side and she kind of like becomes that person. She becomes like a guy and his name is Dr. Peebles but that really isn't part of the story. But the point is when I was there, all of the people there were talking about learning how to read tarot cards and I thought, well, that's kind of weird. I've heard it twice in a week. Maybe I should look into this. So I Googled it, you know, learn to read tarot cards or learn to be a psychic, whatever it was. And there was a woman who makes a certain kind of card. They're called angel cards. And she had a class for like, I want to say it was like 30 bucks and take the class and they'll dry out, right? Yeah. So I did that. And in order to become certified, you had to do readings for people to which I thought, okay, who's going to believe me because I'm a realtor and I work at this department store and yeah, no one's going to believe me. So I put it on Craigslist. Okay, you know, free tarot card reading. Just send me a question. All you do is tell me if I got it right. So I did um, 10 of them. Nine people wrote back and said, oh my God, that was amazing. How'd you know that? And I still didn't really believe it until the one woman, and I'll just never forget this, she asked me about like, what am I supposed to do for my career? And I told her, you know, I looked at the cards whatever and I said, you know what? You're supposed to be a doctor or a nurse, but I feel like you're doing all this writing. What it, you know? What are you waiting for? To which she replied, "I'm an emergency room scribe studying to be a nurse." And wow. I thought, "Wow, yeah, right." Because you're like, "How does that happen?" So one thing led to another after that, and then I started going to the Phoenix First Friday Art Walk. And I started a website, and I was on a psychic line. And then from there, it's grown to what it is now, and it's my full-time job. That's pretty incredible. I mean, that's cool. That's one of the things I, I love about this podcast that I do is that I've met a lot of people that, not necessarily like you, but they do stuff that interests them, and that's their job. Like, yeah. That's the thing that I love it's about the, this. And, yeah. like, it's 2022. Like, you can be whoever you want to be. And, like, if you can find a way to make a living, that's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, no matter what, that's that's incredible for you. Um, just going to backtrack a little bit. You gave me some business cards here right at the beginning. right? And, uh, at, I, I mean, I don't know what any of this means. So, so what is a master channel? channel? So channeling is where I close my eyes and I hear, I let like the messages from the universe, for lack of a better explanation, like come straight through me. Usually um, I describe it as like guides or information that I'm hearing that's like important to you. Okay. Um, and that's the reason I call myself a master channel is because in many readings or when people come to see me for a consultation, I don't even use the cards. I just close my eyes and start telling them stuff and sure. they, we have a conversation that way and that's kind of like whatever the channeled message is yeah okay so when you do tarot right tarot tarot, tarot? Uh-huh. okay tarot i, I was i was, didn't want to say carrot card because uh, yes. i'm a big carrot cake guy so <laughs> yeah. i didn't want but uh so the tarot card readings uh-huh what is that? What I mean, like, is it a deck so, of 52? I mean, what are we the, tar- the tarot deck is a deck that was created. It's, it's called a divin- div- divination deck. It was created, I want to say it was in the 1800s. The one that I use is the Rider Weight one, which is the classic one. So the suits on it are... Um, 
cups, wands, uh, swords, and pentacles. So cups are about emotions. Swords are about, you know, decisions in our head, like air things. Um, wands are about passion, fire, like career. And pentacles are money, abundance. Okay. And then each one of the decks goes from the ace all the way up to the king. Okay. And each card means something different. There's an image on it. Oh, I should have brought them. There's yeah. an image on each card. Sure. And then I, the, way, the way my gift works is I look at the image. I know what they mean, but I kind of wait to hear what I get on it. And if I were to do a reading for you using the cards and then somebody else right after you, and if I got the same cards, which is unlikely, but if I did, I would say something different to them than to you based on the message that I get. So each card symbolizes a different like point in your life or where, um, you know, what's coming up next or things that you just went through. Sure. No, that makes, I mean, I'm learning and I'm trying to uh, just be not, I guess, open to it, but like, uh, you said that like a lady, she, you bought cards or whatever from a lady that she just like created or, Oh no, the, um, I mean the, te- the, re- the reader who told me that I was going to be psychic. Yeah. She's a reader. So she uses tarot cards oh, okay. to get people messages okay. the same way that I do it. Gotcha. So then what's the difference in the tarot card and, and an angel the, card? Yeah. So angel cards are, um, they can be the angel cards are a lot of people just there. Those are cards that people like make on their own okay. and they have different messages on them depending on who makes them. So for me, I use John Holland's uh, it's called John Holland's psychic tarot deck. And the other one is John Holland's psychic tarot of the heart. And those two decks are very similar to the tarot deck. In other words, each card has a different uh, message or meaning, but the main difference is that on the angel cards, usually there's words on it that describe what it's talking about as compared to the tarot deck, which which just has symbols. So I usually use the angel cards when someone's new or has never done it before. So as I'm closing my eyes and giving them the the message, they can see what the card says on it to see kind of where I'm getting it from. Okay. So um, first off, I'm glad you brought this because this is bringing more questions to me now that I read this. So thank you so much. Um, But the psychic and mediumship. So I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcasts at all, but we had we just had on a uh, paranormal investigator. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and so um, he said he talked a little bit about like mediumship, and he yes. said all. All mediums are psychics, but not all psychics are mediums. Correct. Okay. So, uh, yes, that's true. Because when I first started, I was not a medium, but that started coming to me. Like, I would hear, like, people, the way I knew that I was becoming a medium. So, mediumship is where you get, you hear messages from people who have passed away. Right. They're on the other side. And when it first started, um, the first time it happened, I'll never forget, I was um, doing readings out of my apartment. This is before COVID. And uh, all of a sudden, I was, was smelling cigarette smoke, really thick. And the person, who came in like right after that asked me, are you a medium? I'm looking to talk to someone on the other side. I'm like, and I said, sure, because I really wasn't sure. But I said, I can try because I've never done it before. And I said, you know, who are you looking for? And she gave, um, it was a grandfather. I remember that. I can't remember what his name was. Was he a smoker? That's what I asked her. I go, he's a smoker, right? She goes, yes, he is. So that was the first thing I knew. And then since then, it's gotten a lot like, the more you do it, the easier it is. For example, today, someone that I was talking to mentioned that um, I told her that I knew something 
something happened to her around the age of 18 and that it was very shocking and that it kind of changed her whole life. And then, you know, I, I talk a bunch and then I'll say, did that part make sense? And she said, yes. You know, when I was 18, my boyfriend passed away. And I, and wow. she, and I said to her, wow, okay, because I'm hearing a lot of stuff from him. Do you want to hear it? And she said yes, to which I said something to the effect, he's telling me it was an accident, that he couldn't get out of the way of it, that he's around you all the time, though. So if you feel as though something's like wrapped around your shoulders, that's him. And I look, and I'm doing it on Zoom, and I look down, and she's bawling. And she says, yes, it was an accident. I do feel him all the time around me and stuff like that. So yeah. that's why one of the things I do is I read with my eyes closed. Sure. Because that way it helps me constantly concentrate on the message but also to me the best part is when I open my eyes and the look of that on someone's yeah, face yeah. like wow how'd you know that right so okay um you t- you said that was a zoom thing right? right and obviously zoom came to the forefront in COVID and everybody Correct. was doing zoom stuff I had Luis Alvarez on here he's a stand-up comedian here in Phoenix and we talked about zoom shows so and he talked about how he could never do it because the the room, right? You read the room when you're a right. comedian. That's how. You, that's your energy. That. So, how is it for you doing a Zoom or a phone call? I mean, it's for me. It, there's really no difference between whether you're sitting in front of me or on Zoom or on the phone. With Zoom, I like to you know look at the person and then I can close my eyes and do my thing and open my eyes and see. Wow, yeah. I got that right. Um, on the phone, I don't get that chance to see them, but I do like stare. What I do is I kind of like stare at their name and close my eyes and take a couple deep breaths. And then I feel like I'm connected to them. However, that works, which I can't even describe that, how that works. But then I start telling them things. So it doesn't really matter. Like I was on a psychic hotline for a while practicing my skills. This is in the very beginning. And it was it was hard. And like, I want to say it got easier over time because the people you talk to, you could like, I just started hearing things about them because that's really what my gift is. Other people see things like they'll see colors around people or spirits or, um, you know, dots and stuff like that. That's not how my gift works. But I have told people, oh, you know, your gift is that you see stuff. Right. And their eyes get really big. They're like, yeah, how did you know that? Sure. Because I just heard it, and yeah. that's kind of how I know. So uh, Jamie Vike was the paranormal investigator who we had on, and he said that uh, there's a large number of mediums here in Phoenix. Yes, there are, and there's some really good ones, too. Yeah. So why do you think that is? That they're here in Phoenix? Yeah, is it the I, weather? or I, I mean, I Well, mean, you know, there's a belief out there. A couple of my friends who are psychics, like we all talk all the time, she says um, that one of the reasons people move to the desert is to like dry out their emotions and get greater clarity in their lives. And I feel like that might be why there are so med- many mediums here, because you come here... And it's um, it's kind of peaceful and quiet, yeah. and you you know have a lot of desert to go into and like hang out and veg and that kind of clarity. But there is a huge psychic or whatever spiritual community here, yeah. And that could be they, it could just be attractive to them in that way. Sure, I mean it just it was an odd thing for him to yeah. Touch and his on. Invest, as an investigator, the paranormal, he's got to have a gift too to like know or does he see stuff or just like hear it? Did, they did could, yeah. It? I mean he when when he was sitting here talking like he there. Ears are so trained now, like he said, like, yeah, they'll do like the recordings and the EVPs and stuff, but it's like he can just hear it now. Right. And I think like that's, I mean, I kind of found you and then I found them just based on like some personal interests. Right. Right. um, But it's just so wild to me because it's like such a skeptical thing that everybody, I mean, 
everybody could be listening to this and be like, this Bob is full, full of, of shit, shit right? right? I mean, well, and, and if they're wondering about that, so I do, I, you know, I have pages of um, on Yelp and Google and yeah. Facebook. Go Google me. And sure. you can see all the reviews and stuff. And I know when, when I've been at events, it's kind of funny. People come up, are you any good at this? And I say, you know what? Google me. Right. And they get all like, really? Why would I Google you? I go, just Google just me. Just Google me. Because I tell people, if it's a good experience, please go write it on Yelp. If it's a bad experience, go write it on Yelp. Sure. Because that's what helps grow my business. Right. And I think, I mean, that's how, how I found you. I thought it would be an interesting conversation. And it wasn't just, honestly, I think it was just like your picture that popped up. And I was like, this looks like the guy I want to talk to. Like yeah. there was, you know, and there, I know that you like, you have five stars and stuff. And I knew that from when I found you, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just wild how many there are here. So I guess, I mean, we talked about like the zooms, the in-persons, mm-hmm. um, you do, when you do a large group, what's that like? I mean, cause you there's sh- probably people in that group that want to know, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're invested in this. They think for sure I'm a believer. And then there's people on the total opposite, opposite. right? Yeah. I usually, when I'm in front of a large group, usually it's all people who want to know. Okay. Because that's kind of like while they're there, like at a psychic fair, or even when I do parties, like I do a lot of bachelorette parties and birthday parties. And most people there want to know the ones that don't want to know either. They don't like come in the room for me to give them a message. Or as we're sitting there talking, I'll kind of get like, you know, I don't think you really want to hear this. And you kind of say something like that and usually they always agree with me right because so, you kind of know there's because there is a big population out there that's almost afraid of finding out you know something i might say yeah because like we we're talking about the tarot and the angel cards the tarot card jack a lot of people are afraid of it in some ways because there's a belief in it that it brings out might bring out negativity or there's a couple cards in it that freaks people's out one of them says death and the other one says the devil and I don't feel like those are bad. Like the death card is about new beginnings and the devil is just about like being stuck or addicted. Sure. But people look at it and it freaks them out. That's like, why I go to the angel card deck because they don't have those images. Sure. In there. I mean, that's, that's fair. I feel yeah. like if it was your first thing, you know, and you saw death, you would just probably think, well, I'm well, dying. Soon, yeah. Right? But <laughs> and usually when it comes out, I tell people, Hey, you know what? That's not dying. So just ignore that. Yeah. Let me wait till I get there and I'll tell you what it means. That's interesting. So, uh, I guess when you, if you just like were walking down fries, the grocery mm-hmm. store, do you like, do you get feelings or do you, I used to, and, um, I learned quickly not to just tell people like, Oh, you know, I need to tell you something. Cause I said it to someone at the department store I was at, it was a customer and I got she was standing right in front of me and I heard this thing really loud like you need to tell her this so I said excuse me and I'm like and then I told her right. and I said and by the way I'm a psychic and the look on her face was like what the hell I don't yeah I feel like yeah. she didn't even come back to the store after that sure. so I kind of learned not to say stuff but if I'm around people and they ask you know do you know something or you know can you share something usually I say yes right. if I get something on them or I feel like it's appropriate right? because well, I'm careful I, I let during a reading or a consultation I'll just tell you everything everything I get. But yeah. in the public, that kind of thing, I'm just kind of careful about that. But I'm not someone who is always hearing things. I do know people who are that way. Those are much more, because um, I'm an empath too. An empath is someone who feels other people's emotions. And like, if you're in a big uh, room and there's a bunch of drama going on, you kind of feel sick. I've become that right. over the last 12 years because of doing this. Right. Um, but I know some people who have to like take, like they can't go to Walmart or, you know, Target because it's so crazy inside. They feel all the people's energy that sure. doesn't happen to me okay. which is good because i like going to those places yeah no yeah. i mean that would that would yeah. make for an irritating time in public pretty much sure. yeah pretty much uh so i guess i mean we had talked about it a little bit but like is there 
How does it work? Like if we were to just do one right now? Like- well, for you, um, so the, here's the messages I'm hearing from you. So we did not talk about this before, and if, I know people can't see me, but my eyes are closed. But you're... Um, there is a big challenge all around you right now that you're not really ready to take on. I feel as though you're thinking that you are ready and you're just going to go blast through it. But there's something about waiting three months or till like August or September and before you take it on, that there's some other part of a plan that's going to appear around you. It's sometimes this month, this is July 2022, it's sometime in this month where you're going to come upon that or see it. And then it'll be easier for you to take on this big project by waiting instead of like doing it now. Um, it also, it is something that you've kind of been, my guides are saying, it's something you've been waiting for all your life, and you're just like, oh, wow, I want to go do it now, but I keep hearing you're supposed to wait. Does that make any sense? I mean, a little being a kind of a head-on kind of guy, uh, I mean, this Yeah, I keep getting too- on this thing, uh, not to be the head-on guy, like the waiting period of the three months yeah. will help make it easier for you, because a lot of times I'm getting that because you are the head-on guy, that you run into obstacles or things that you didn't um, realize weren't around you because you were just like kind of blasting through it. This is something I got that you really can't blast through because it's very detailed, because they're showing like a lot of writing or a contract of some sort, and when I say they're showing... It just with my eyes closed, it's kind of like it looks like a movie screen, and there's like writing and stuff going on sure. on it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, Does that Jake, help? we doing something big here real soon or what? Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean I think like that. I very well that could be this. I know that we've been doing extremely well, and they just asked me to do Podpalooza, and so I mean like yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean okay. yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm doing in life that I think are good things, and yeah, so yeah. So, our, well, let's just go down this road. Okay. So, I feel like you are dating someone. Are you dating someone? I right am. Now? Yeah. Okay. So, that person, how long? Don't tell me. Have you been with them for two years? Uh, I mean, roughly just under. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they care about you very much, but I feel like they have a concern or like if it was a permanent thing or whether it's going to be a permanent thing, I feel like they have some concern about that. They're, they're not really sure yet. I feel like whatever that fear is, some of it has to do with some of the things going on around you. I feel like they're worried about stability in a way, although you feel stable to me, but I want to say they have wonders or curiosity about that and that that might be why they're kind of like hesitant in that circle but I do feel like that if it lasts I got till year four like two more years that that's when you guys will decide okay let's go get married and do something like that I also feel like that um, in terms of children around you I want to say you're going to have like three kids and I want to say they're saying by the age of like 36 or 37 so how old are you and does I'm that make 30 any, I mean, does that make sense yeah, I mean yeah because if you wait till that'd be 32 I guess when you would get married ish yeah that might be right right yeah yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's wild for yeah, sure. That's so that's kind of like how it works. And then the cards help me um, know what else to tell you. Because usually right. I'll say, well, keep asking me questions. And if people right. don't know what to ask, then the cards will say stuff for you. But right. that's basically how my gift works. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, I figured it'd just be like, you know, the, there's a, somebody that misses you, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, like, no, it's way specific. And so when you asked about here, the, uh, this place in August, there's something big happening here in August. That's what it is. Because well, when you said, you know, we have anything big planned, and my guys are like, yeah, it's in August. It's going to explode in August. Dope. Yeah. Can't wait. Jake, yeah. you ready, buddy? We're going to explode in August. Okay, That's so got have feeling. you guys thought about opening up at like two more locations? Like they three? are. Yeah, they are. Are there three locations altogether? New ones? Uh, well, there'd be two new ones plus this one. Just one new one so far. So far, there's another one coming because there's going to be three. Yeah. Look yeah. at it go. That's cool. Yeah. 
So maybe it's just uh, maybe maybe yeah, that's wild. I don't know. The third one, if it's not the one, if it doesn't happen in August, it's like March or April of next year. That's twenty twenty three. See if that makes any sense. Yeah, write that down. We'll yeah, see. we'll we'll play this back in, in March. <laughs> yeah, you'll call me up and go, "Wow, that was great." Or no, Bob, you're full of whatever. Yeah. So yeah. No, that's interesting. I think it's. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Not that I wanted like a, a free reading or whatever, but I think it's easy for people to be skeptical of right. it, right? Like, and uh, I don't know how hopefully your dog turned out well, but uh, yes, she's much better. Okay, and that's oh, and then one thing I just showed you too. So when I ask people questions, I always give them the answer first, so I'm not fishing. Sure, that's one of the way to tell for people who might be gypsies or not. I don't want to say not legit, but well, different. Let's just yeah. say that if they start asking you. questions, questions and then they key off that yeah. that might not be real as compared to when I said okay how long have you known her two years and how long that kind of thing like okay that's what I'm hearing and that way it's more of a confirmation thing not like I'm fishing for the answer sure no that's fair uh no I think it's wild because I mean there's obvious, yeah I don't know I don't want yeah that's just nuts so yeah. that was cool um so how if if you just keep like getting a message, like let's just say like something just kept coming to you yeah. during this conversation, I was like, nope, nope, nope. How do you deal with that personally? Like, does that like kind of like, oh, maybe I don't have it anymore or, you know? Yes. In the very beginning, I want to say to it's re like within the last two years, it's shifted for about the first eight or so. When I would hear like, no, 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 I would think, oh my gosh, maybe I don't know, maybe not it. But I realized after a while that if I listen to the person talk and I'll say, you know, did that make sense? And then they'll say no. Yeah. And then we'll kind of keep going. And then suddenly they'll start telling me something and they tell me the exact same thing I just told them in the beginning. Sure. So I'll usually say, oh, I think I said that in the beginning. Normally, I never remember what it is I say anyways because it just comes straight through. Sure. So in the beginning, I used to think, oh, maybe that is. But now I've done this enough to realize it's one of two things. Either I am 100% wrong or the person doesn't really want to hear what I have to say and they can't like hear it. Usually, I'm going to say 90% of the time it's that they just can't hear it because the wrong thing, um, you know, like sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know, do you have three kids? And if I get that number wrong, it's very funny. So it's my, here's my theory on that. If I say to someone, oh, do you have like three kids? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, oh, how many are there? And they'll be like, oh, I only have two. So, okay. Right. So it's my number three minus the actual number they have two equals the number of dogs they have that every happens time. every time it's crazy and i'll <laughs> tell people that i'm like oh wait you must have two dogs then and they're like yeah how'd you know yeah right it's cra and even on the dog count thing there was one person where i said oh you have two dogs right and she said no i only have one i'm like mm, okay did one of them recently pass away oh yeah that kind right. of thing yeah for sure that makes sense so i guess uh, just kind of a personal thing how, what is like, I mean, you seem like you got a pretty good sense of humor to it mm -hmm. and when people are sarcastic or whatever. So like, what's like the most common joke? I mean, oh, you didn't see that one coming. Probably is it. I usually say to people, um, oh, if I get something really crazy, I'm like, mm, I, maybe I am psychic. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe we'll vote on the internet about that later. Yeah. I make fun of myself all the time. Or for example, if I'll say like, oh, you know, do you have two kids and is it a boy, you know, girl, oldest or boy? If I get that wrong, I'll be like, mm, well, I had a 50-50 shot on that because yeah. I feel like you have to almost poke fun at yourself in some ways you can't be totally serious and all I mean there are I'm serious like 99% of the time but it's that humor piece that kind of like disarms people yeah. so they don't feel like oh you know I'm all scared of him nah, no because I'm like the most non 
scared person. You know, like when you meet me, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be scared to talk. No, to yeah. no, for sure. So is there anybody like in your circle or like family that is a complete skeptic? Yes, my mom was. And it was very interesting. They, she just didn't believe that, you know, how could I be doing that? And it was interesting. My mom um, died of... Um, um, colon cancer. And when she was in the hospital, like the last week of her life, you know, when people get to that point in their life, if you've ever had this experience, they sleep a lot before they pass. And I remember um, when she was sleeping like the first time, this was like three or four days before she passed and she woke up. I'm like, you know, maybe I should check out the psychic thing. I was thinking this to myself. This is like five or six years ago. So she fell back asleep and I kind of closed my eyes and I asked my head, can I see what she's seeing? And suddenly they showed me, whoever they are, that she was like playing around as a child with her mom and dad. So when she woke back up, I said, wow, did you see, you know, our grandparents, your mom and dad while, while you were dreaming? And the look on her face was like, oh, like that. She goes, did you do that? I'm like, no, but I saw it. Yeah. And it's okay. And so that was when she realized that I did like have a gift or something because there was another time. Then I did it one more time where I told her something too um, when she came out of it. And when she woke up, I said, okay, and the last thing is this what you saw and she's like yes how did you know so she was a skeptic and that was when that happened so uh, just touching on dreams like as a psychic or a medium mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on dreams like why how come sometimes you can just like dream so vividly and clearly and you wake up the next day and you remember you know i'm sure there's some neurological explanation. i feel like the dreams are a message from your like higher self about something you're either going through or you're to your brain sorting stuff out i usually tell people if they dream and they don't remember when they first wake up to write it down because it does like go out of our heads sure. and then see what the messages are so for example i have talked to people who said you know i'm always dreaming about the certain situation or i'm dreaming about a guy and this is what he looks like is that the person I'm going to meet? I've asked, had questions like that answered, and usually I'll just hear the answer in my head and go, well, I'm hearing that it is, or it's someone you know similar to that. But that's yeah. what I feel like the dreams are about. It's usually you know your way of connect, uh, connecting to the universe. I know for me, I dream um, about situations that I've always been in. For example, one of the things that happens when I know my career or my, my job is shifting, I used to work in television, and I always dream that I'm back in it working at a particular station that I never worked there, but I had the opportunity to work there. But I always dream that there I am working there. And there's always something about TV doing that. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because like, I feel like, uh, like recently I've been like seeing like a partial of a face and I can't put it together when I dream. Like, I don't know. Is it a grandfather? Is it a guy? I, yeah. I mean, no, I, I feel like it's a woman, but I don't know who it is or what. I'm hearing that it's a well, I heard two, first I heard it was a guy, that it was your grandfather. But if it's a woman, they're telling me it's a woman that you had been married to or like some you know, previous love. They're saying it's from, are you going to meet her? She's not in this lifetime. So it's something like from a previous lifetime. Okay. So there's that belief that we reincarnate. So in this case, what they're telling me for you, that that's someone that you were married to or with two lifetimes ago. Um, the person that you're with now, I don't, yeah, I guess she does not resemble anything of the person that you're dreaming of, but there's similar. Um, either feelings or emotions that you had with that person, the one from two lifetimes ago, and the person you're with now. And I do feel like, too, that um, when you guys first met, let me ask them, who knew first? Her. I think she knew first that you were going to be the one that she was going to spend a significant amount of time with. Current girlfriend? Current girlfriend. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She She tells me all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's kind of how my gift works. I just like ask questions and get that. And I'm always, I try to be as very specific. Right. So it's not like, oh, you're thinking, yeah, no. Right. And even when I tell people, you know, the reason I read with my eyes closed, basically it helps me concentrate on it, but also that I can't see, oh, I just got something right. on him. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be, uh, you said something about a grandfather. Is there yeah. more there? I mean, about the, the, the person you're seeing. I just heard that he's a grandfather that's always been around you. I don't, but I'm not sure you, did you meet him? They're saying you never met him, but he is a grand, he might be a great grandfather on your, what side is that one? I got to figure, yeah, left, um, dad's, like on, it might be a great grandfather on your dad's side that you've never met is what I'm hearing. But I feel like he's around you, guiding you, and that a lot of the things that you do or your personality is very similar to his. I don't know how you would ever figure that out because it's a great camp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people would say like uh, my grandfather who's passed, um, he passed 2015. A lot of people will say that I remind them of him like are, are very similar. But I do on my dad's side, I did never meet my grandma's dad. dad so I mean, yeah. I mean, part of, I mean, I guess kind of a mix there. But yeah, I feel like it's. Um, yeah, that's what they're telling me that that's who it is. Hmm. So. But that's interesting that he's coming to you in a dream instead of um, like trying to give you a message. I feel like he's just there. I'm getting that he's there for reassurance and that when you see the woman, that's just to remind you of like what love feels like. Because that does feel like, um, they're telling me it's like pure love. So if you feel that way towards your girlfriend, they're saying that that's kind of why you you feel that or know that that's what it is. Right. So have you guys talked about having kids? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like two kids? I got two. So I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably ideal. Yeah. And if I'm right about that, I want to say the first one's going to be a girl. So, no, oh, shoot. Never mind. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. No, uh, no, that's funny. Uh, that's, I mean, that's impressive. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know how you could, I mean, really say like, oh, it's BS. You know what I mean? I don't. I feel like, yeah. And the, one of the things that happens to me all the time. So when we're doing cards, um, like I'll do it the first time, like pick them and I draw them. Like I usually say from all over the deck. So when I hold them in my left hand, I can feel ones that they feel like they don't fit anymore. And those are the ones I pull out and then I'll give someone the message. And then usually before I put that deck away and we move on to the next one, I'll like shuffle them and like lay them out like in a rainbow type thing and have people pick with their left hand any like four cards they like. And nine times out of 10, they pick the same ones I've already picked. And we've shuffled them and they're drawing from all over. They can't see them. And to me, that just shows there really is something to right. this because they're getting the same message twice. So why do you make them pick with their left hand? Uh, left hand is receiving energy. So there's a belief that we receive energy through our left hand and we give through our right. So I usually, for me, um, there's a, st- a stone that I hold in my left hand. It's selenite, which helps. Get, um, I want to say it makes the messages louder because yeah. that's the receiving side. And that's okay. how I do it. But that's how you do it. Because most people, most people want to do it with their right hand because they're right-handed. But yeah. we do it with our left because that's the receiving side. Sure. So when I draw cards, I draw them. Well, I hold my deck in, my, in the left hand. I pick them with the right. That's usually how I do it. Okay. I mean, that's, that's interesting too. And so, everybody, one more thing about that. Yeah. Every psychic does it differently. There's not like a certain way there's or not a, certain, a psychic handbook. There's not a psychic handbook. I do get around and tell people, um, when they say to me, Oh wow, you know, the last psychic told me that I do say, well, you know, there's a group call. It's at two o'clock in the morning and clearly that psychic was on it. Right. You know, or, or I'll make a joke about when people come in and they're kind of like nervous and they've never done it before. I'll be like, okay, just, you know, relax. Cause there's a blood test, a retina scan and, uh, pee in the cup yeah. so that way we can get your dna for the group call that's at 2 a.m so i can tell people what to tell you yeah no uh so 
I guess I just want to backtrack just sure. a little bit. So when you have you ever gone to like, you know, you we talked about going to like uh, Target or Walmart, right. whatever. Right. Right. Have you ever gone to like just like a place by yourself and felt something like, yes, like mediumship? Like to me, like I've seen like where people go to a place and they say like, oh, there's something here. Right. And yes, that, that has happened to me before. The most recent time was I went um, I went on to a, a, a place in Texas, like a it was like a healing resort. And on the way back, I stopped in. Was that in New Mexico? I think it was in New Mexico or like it was in Tucson. So it must have been whatever the, the town in New Mexico is on I-10 before you get to Tucson. And I pulled up in front of the hotel and my guides are like, you can't stay here. I'm hearing in my head, there's something living here. And I thought, that can't be true. I've never heard that before. I'm just making it up. But I go into the room and I'm like, yeah, I was really uncomfortable. I thought, okay, this is just in my head. But then when the um, when I went to try to go to sleep, I couldn't sleep. Like I was tossing and turning and I felt there were like eyes on me and stuff. And I called a friend of mine who is a Native American shaman. She's a healer and a very gifted psychic. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm in this hotel room. And she's like, yeah, you need to get out of there because there's something in there. It's in the walls of the hotel. You need to go. And I'm like, okay. And I thought, well, this sounds crazy. But she goes, go sleep in your car. It'll work. So, all right. I go downstairs. I get in my car and I go drive to a dark part of the parking lot, fell asleep right away. But there was something there. It's hard. And I know people are skeptical on that one. But I do feel that way. And even when I um, lived in my apartment, I just moved to a new home. There was a lot of times when there was stuff in that apartment that was like flying around. I feel like it was a lot from the people who were like, especially when someone new moved in, there would always be like a few nights I couldn't sleep. I'm like, oh, someone new moved in. I know. Yeah. So I do feel that. But I also take a lot of steps to like clear myself and, you know, try to, you know, imagine um, white light going through me and like um, pushing it all out. Right. So. You talked about your friend. Is there like a like a group of like psychics or mediums? Like, do you guys hang out? Like, I, I mean, I yeah, just... there is. Well, there are groups here in town. Um, like you can look on Meetup, and there's some people who do like group things like that. A lot of us, we all there's a psychic fair in town. It's called the Phoenix Psychic Fair. In fact, it's coming up this month. This is July 2022. You can find it. You can Google it, like Phoenix Psychic Fair, because I can't remember what day it is, but. A lot of us see, we see all, excuse me, we see yeah. ourselves there at that event. Sure. But there's not like, you know, a, a monthly coffee thing where we're like sharing notes. Yeah. But it is interesting that over the years, as I've been more in this field, almost everyone I know is gifted in some way. Sure. That you attract those people to you. And even like at the store that I work out of in North Scottsdale, the person who um, owns that, where I found it, she's very gifted and gives people messages too. And what's the store that It's you- called Spiritually Bold. It's at the corner of Frank Lloyd Wright and Scottsdale Road. It's in the same building as Nordstrom Rack and Cox Cable. Oh, so in the like strip mall area. It's in the strip mall area. And she sells... Um, uh, what does she call it? Like a crystal elixir store. So she sells crystals and and stones and all sorts of you know um, new age like woo woo. I want to say type things, but it's really nice and the energy in there is really good. And so the people who come in there are already like guided to it in some sure. way, and that's where I I practice out of. Yeah. So have you like uh, as being around these people opened your mind to like any like anything like you were like I was extremely close minded on that, and now I feel like. 
Yes, in some ways. I think I've gotten more confident in my own skills and ability because I will say something and they're like, oh, yes, that's the same thing. For example, the person I was talking about, you know, like my mentor, psychic person, she does some things that I don't do. But when I meet people who need like her to help them, I'll give them her number and then I'll hear back from the person that I gave the number to saying, wow, she told me the exact same things just like you did. And I always chuckle and say, yeah, well, we don't talk to each other because we see so many people. But yes, it kind of opens you up to realize, wow, you are, you know, as gifted as you want to believe in some way. Sure. Because some people are open to that sense of being gifted. And I meet a lot of people who I'll say, well, don't you hear stuff about people? And they'll be like, yeah, but I thought everybody did. I'm, I'm like, mm, probably not. Or if they do, they might not believe it or be open to it. Right. Especially the part about like when I say, oh, you see things, don't you? Like spirits and guides and colors around people and their eyes just get really big. Yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. No, that's interesting. And like uh, one thing you said, um, uh, when you said you were going to that hotel room. Right, the hotel uh, room, yes. You were, like, in your own head. Like, how often does that play with you? Because I just think, like, as a normal person, like, I am a terrible overthinker. Mm-hmm. Like, I overthink to the umph degree, and then I get to the situation, I was like, oh, it wasn't shit. You know? But that is me. Like That's that's being, like, over-analytical. Sure. I found to say that's what you're... I'm not really over-analytical, and my ex-wife will tell you, yeah, that's true, he's not. Um, <laughs> but this was kind of, like, more of an... An intuitive gut thing. It doesn't happen very often, but um, it just depends too if I'm like listening. But when I pulled into the parking lot, and like I said, as soon as I looked at the place, I'm hearing, uh-uh, don't stay here. It was kind of right. funny. I was only there for one night because I was driving back, but it was just crazy when when my friend said to me, yeah, you know, go sleep out in your car. You'll be much better. And right. then I did, and it was. It was yeah. crazy. So it's not a thing that commonly happens. I don't think so, no. The only other thing that happened a lot in the beginning is I have a dog, a dachshund, and I know she sees stuff too because I'll be sitting like in my apartment or even in the home we were like and all of a sudden I'll see her pop her head up and like look around kind of go like that and I'll realize oh I think something just walked through here yeah. and she's there I know there's something in my house now because every time I'm in uh, the bathroom area she's always looking in the closet and like trying to wag her tail so I know she's seeing something in there that's funny because when I had on Jamie who was a paranormal investigator I asked him about that because like people always say like oh my dog barks at the corner or yeah, whatever that's like that. And, yeah. and then, yeah, he said, like, the dogs and children are, are big because they're fresh-minded and they're not, they don't, re- like, especially, you know, they've probably seen videos of, like, kids talking to, like, an air vent or something, right? right? Like, good night, you know, whatever that is. But he said that that's a real thing, you know? It is. And one person I said to, you know, that your son, I think he was three or four, I said, he definitely sees things. And I want to say he's seen, I said, I think he's seeing your grand, your, your dad, like his grandfather. And the woman said to me, you know what? Every night he says that grandpa came in and tucked me in. Because he does remember grandpa being alive and then grandpa yeah. passed. And she said, yes, that happens all the time. So there is something to that. But when I told her that he did that, the look on her face was like, wow, how did you get that? Yeah. yeah. No, that's very interesting. So when did you become, when did you go into this full time? So um, around the age of 55, I was working, um, I had a real estate license and I was working at a brokerage and I knew that that year I was going to become a full-time psychic. I just wasn't sure how. And on my birthday, actually, uh, they decided to go in a different direction. And I kind of sat there as they're telling me this going, oh, this is my cue. I'm going to be a full-time psychic. So I started working on psychic lines and I, um, you know, built the website. I started going to the, more to the Phoenix First Friday 
art walk and it just kind of boomed since then. Sure. And I used to do things on Facebook every Tuesday morning. I would be on there on my page, you know, like a Facebook live, Facebook live. And I would tell people just type your question in the, the thingamajig and I'll just read it and give you the answer. Yeah. And people were shocked, like, cause I didn't even know who I was answering. Cause it was just a, you know, a line of words. Right. And I would get people who would either call me or message me. Oh, when you said that, that made perfect sense. And I've, you know, gleamed some clients out of that, but it's a way just, I just kept putting myself out there. Sure. So how many clients do you see weekly? Um, lately it has been about, I usually get five to four to five readings a day, five, five days a week. So like 20 some odd a week. Sure. And it's, um, it's about, um, eight, you know, 80, 20, 80% of them are new. 20% of them are like repeat. And people ask me all the time, well, how often should I come see you? And I usually say, you know, not every month because you want to live your life and you want to, you know, experience things. Cause there were people for a while in the beginning, you know, they'd want to talk to me every week. And I realized I don't really have anything to say because it's the same thing as before. Right. And how do you get the joy of being like human and all that if you're, you know, well, I want to know what the answer is. So there's a close friend of mine and she is um, trying to figure out, you know, when her guy is coming in. Okay. And so she keeps asking me, you know, and she wants the answer now. And I keep hearing they're not going to tell you because you already know so much anyways, it'll ruin your fun. And she always gets all frustrated, but it's the funniest thing watching her. That is that, funny. Like, undulation. Yeah. I was going to ask, so uh, how does a return visit work? Like, I mean, how, I, I guess, how yeah. many times are you like, I don't see anything new? Uh, well, only if they come every week is what I keep getting. Sure. Or I'll see, keep repeating the same thing. But on a return visit, because of the way my gift works, I never remember what I tell people. Like, once we're done, we're, like, done. Yeah. And I'm sure that's because, you know, you're going to keep meeting new people and you can't, like, store all that. So when people come in and they'll be like, oh, you know, last time you told me blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Right. I don't remember. So it usually is something. I might touch on something I said before, but usually it's something new because they have a new question. Right. Or they'll say, wow, those are the exact same cards you gave me last time. Don't you remember? Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Even for long-term clients, you know, that I've had like, you know, five or six years who talk to me every, I don't know, maybe once a quarter or a little more than that. I remember little things about their life, but not enough to... Um, you know, uh, to just tell them that. And usually, in fact, not usually, always I say, okay, full disclosure, I remember that from last time. Yeah. So if I'm telling you something that I do remember that. So that way they know it's like, I'm just trying to be honest and straightforward. Right. I think it's that's funny too, because like when I leave here, like I'll call my girlfriend and then she'll always be like, well, how was it? I'll just say, good. Because yeah, I don't, you know, you don't, because you just, I just talked to you for an hour. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you just talked. Yes. And then I listen back, obviously, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. That was pretty good. That. Yeah. yeah. I totally get that. That's what happens to me. And some people are surprised, like, well, how do you do, like, at a psychic fair where you're doing 15-minute readings and they start at, like, 9 and you don't get up off the seat till like, 5 or you're going straight through? How do you do that? I'm not really sure, but I know, like, between every person, I close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, and boom, I'm ready for the next one. Right. Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, before we wind down here, I guess, any any more questions? Anything else you're feeling? Um, for you... Um you need to stay on your path and not jump out of it so much. In other words, you need to be more um, not so, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to go fly onto something else. There's some things around you you need to let them, they're calling it simmer, like let them keep playing out, even though they didn't play out as fast as you wanted them to. There's like, how many are there? There's like two things that are going on around you now that you're kind of like ready to give up on or think it's not going to work out. But I'm being told, no, no, just wait. It's going to turn out the way it is, the way you want it to, but you have to let the universe catch up with you and give it time to happen. I think both of those things are in business. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how it works for me. But I do want to say, um, if you're interested in having a reading with me, my website is um, bobthepsychic.com. And you can Google me, too. If you can't remember that, Bob the Psychic, you'll find yeah. all the Yelp reviews in the same way you found me. Yeah. No, I appreciate your time, Bob. I, I, I tried to come with an open mind. I, like I told you, I'm a very sarcastic person. Yeah. And it's very easy for me to just, you know, jump into sarcasm. But, um, you know, your time is, is your greatest value. So I appreciate your time so Thank much. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Yeah, thank no, I was. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you, everybody listening at home. Uh, please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rates to five stars, subscribe again. Uh, thank you so much. Be good. Mm-hmm.